Welcome, everybody, to the Scott DeConan Leadership Podcast. This is episode number 11. Once again, I'm here with my good friend, Hugo Isles. How are you, sir? I'm doing pretty good there, Scott. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Thank you again for joining me. Great. Excellent, excellent. So uh, today we're going to talk about something that could really make or break a company. Uh, We've seen it where it has worked really well. And we've also seen where it's declined and the pros and cons for both. So we're going to talk about that. It is basically what is the morale at your company? Now, when we take a look at the definition of morale, the best definition we could find was from the Merriam-Webster dictionary. And uh, it basically says the, the definition of morale is the mental and emotional condition as of enthusiasm, confidence, or loyalty of an individual or group with regards to the function or tasks at hand. So what we're gonna talk about, and I'm, and I'm gonna take a minor detour here in just a second, but what we're gonna talk about is what is morale? What are the benefits when it's high? What are the benefits or the, the, the problems when it's low? And if it is low, how can you raise it? Okay, so we're not going to get into a lot of detail on how you can raise it because that could probably be an eight-hour course in itself, but we're going to give you a quick overview and hopefully we can help you guys down the road with that if, uh, if you're in this position. So I do want to take a quick break here and just uh, remind you about November. It is currently November 17th, 2020. We are in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, for us here in Canada, I believe it's the second wave that is just hitting. But with everything going on, there's a whole lot of additional anxiety, a whole lot of additional stress. And when you have stress, you just have both mental and physical problems. So that's why in the month of November, I am here to support Movember. And I have a Movember page. You'll find that in the description or the show notes, depending on how you're consuming this information. And you can see here that I have started growing a beard i have no hair up top but i have some on my face and hugo i see you have a beard as well that's right and yeah. not too much up top but lots of beard, lots of beard. <laughs> we're in the same boat we're exactly. in the same boat and we both have the wisdom stripes the gray hair yeah, yeah. look at that yeah. yeah i'm calling them wisdom stripes um <laughs> or i'm dying them at night i don't know what's happening but either way, uh, <laughs> they just come out of nowhere. But anyway, yeah. So yes. um, it's uh, I found an interesting article when I did a search yesterday that basically says that stress can actually take years off your life. It is amazing. The not the benefits, but the actual damage that internal stress can cause. That's why I think this this initiative is such a big push because this is focused on men's mental health, mm-hmm. of which I am an expert because I do have mental health going on. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a whole lot better than what it was, but obviously I was in a rough spot for the longest time and uh, not out of the woods, but definitely in a better position. So definitely something I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. here. Excellent. So uh, once again, I'm going to post the link to my Movember page and the description. If you're hearing this like two, three years down the road, please feel free to donate. As far as I'm concerned, the page isn't going away. My goal for the month is $200. Again, we're in the middle of a pandemic. I haven't been doing very well, but um, it is what it is. And any money raised or even awareness is uh, is worth it. So 
Okay, we are going to jump into morale. Now, a big thing about morale, as, as it said in the definition that we really took out of that, is the loyalty that your team has to the company, you as a leader, uh, the rest of the team. Morale can really make or break what your company, what your team is doing. Would you agree with that, Hugo? I agree 100%. That's right. Yeah. So when we take a look at morale, morale is basically when morale is high, everything flows. Everything is just, you can ask somebody to do any, any job, even if it's a job they hate and they're all in. Yep. Let me do this. I want to go and clean the toilets, whatever it is. Um, And that's when that's because not only do they have trust in you as a leader, but they also have trust in the company. They know exactly where it's going. They know exactly where they stand. And everything's in alignment. And what's beautiful about it is that the communication is 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 also uh, transparent mm-hmm. between the leader and and uh, the person that he's leading, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And and morale morale is almost assumed. Like you know, it's right. it's something that just comes with 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 uh, you know taking the right steps and having good conversations that build high trust. Right. And um, hopefully, at some point, there'll be some some type of empowerment uh, between the, mm-hmm. the leadership and the, and the, and the, and then the person that's uh, they're leading and, right. and then comes uh, and then morale, morale is just naturally just, uh, uh, just it produces itself from that point. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it could go up or down. And just because it's high one day doesn't mean mm-hmm. it can't start going down the next. That's right. It is. It, it's like a living thing. You really have to work at maintaining it. Mm-hmm. You really, do. I think I, I see a, a really great opportunity for leaders to be, be as transparent as they can, because, mm-hmm. you know, if the, the opposite of that is just basically stonewalling mm-hmm. everyone and, and they're getting a, they're feeling a sense of, well, I can't say anything otherwise my job will be in jeopardy. Right. You know? Right. Uh, whereas if there's some, if there's proper dialogue and uh, that leads to transparent communication, mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you more, you'd be in a better position to even receive, uh, you know, um, ideas or feedback from the bottom up. That's right. That could be quite helpful as well. That's right. Well, and one of the best methods that I've seen is your waterfall, your cascading yeah, waterfall. Cascading waterfall model. Yeah. Because, yeah. again, you have that, that sponge, that Y committee. Um, mm. it's, it's hit or miss, and everybody feels heard. That's right. Right. Whether an, an initiative cannot be implemented into the company mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. whatever reason, um, mm. at least the person or the, the people, the, the focus group know why, and they can mm-hmm. pass that on to everybody else. So, yeah. Yeah. So I, I really like that about your cascading waterfall. Yeah. And it's, it's a proactive approach. So exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, so we found this Forbes document that I'm just going to reference here as we talk about morale, because it really does emphasize mm-hmm. why morale can really make or break your company. So the first thing that it talks about, and there's 10 points in this document, but the very first thing it talks about is that highly engaged teams show 21% greater profitability. Now, this was done by a um, by a survey from the website Gallup, G-A-L-L-U-P, and they've actually brought in a number of employees and they basically asked them a bunch of questions regarding this, and they realized from that number that it's 
engaged teams will show 21% greater profitability. So much so that teams who score in the top 20% of engagement will see 41% reduction in absenteeism and 59% less turnover. So not only will they not call in sick as much, but they will actually want to stay when things get tough. That's what we need. That's what you need um, to stick with when it gets tough, when wanting to be there and to mm-hmm. be engaged. That's right. To, to take action. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about every level, middle, middle management, frontline, mm-hmm. and leadership as well. Absolutely. The, it, coming from a uh, former training role, I can say that there is a ton of money that goes into training. Whether it comes and it starts with hiring, like you gotta you gotta recruit uh, people to actually do the hiring of these folks, and you gotta actually properly train them to get them on the floor, and the paper, the paper involved with that, not only from the participants, but also from the instructors. Just it, there's a crazy amount of paper, and when you have a lot of turnover, you just it's more cost, right? It's more money. Yep. So when you 59% of people. Um, were less likely to turn over when they had higher engagement, hmm. which is actually really interesting. Uh, the next thing it talks about here uh, that's actually quite interesting is um, 89% of HR leaders that were po- um, surveyed agree that ongoing peer feedback and check-ins are key for successful outcomes. And the reason I find this to be very important is the fact that this really does support what we've been talking about all these episodes. Not only do you need to focus on the negative feedback, or when we say negative, I'm going to reframe that to say constructive feedback, but it is critical that you also talk about the positive you have to talk about the positive feedback more than just walking by and saying, Hey, how's it going today? Are you all right? Because that's not going to do it enough. 89% of HR leaders agree with this statement. According to this Forbes document. Um, Excuse me there, Scott. I was just grabbing sure. the, uh, one, one of my favorite books on uh, fundamentals of organizational behavior. Mm-hmm. And morale is a big, um, big topic in this particular um, type of study. Excellent. Um, and uh, it's, actually a, it's actually a text at the University of Calgary mm. for their, their business students. Right. Um, mor- morale is, is sort of like key. It's it's almost an indicator, I guess, for some KPIs, eh? Like, mm-hmm. it's an, it's, it, to show what's working and what's not working. That's right. And mor- mor- morale, is, morale is sort of like enthusiasm. You either you have mm-hmm. it, you got good morale, or you don't. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. You, know, you, you can't teach it. You can't train, train no. someone to have good morale. They, 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 they have them with good morale in general, or, or they don't. And the beautiful part about it is... If you don't have it, you can get it back. Yes, it, it involves a ton of work, mm-hmm. but it is something that can be built back. Mm-hmm. P- 
people can have that enthusiasm. They're going to, you, you really do have to get past that initial, like, okay, I, I was burned before whatever happened in the past happened. Once you move mm-hmm. past that though, mm-hmm. it just, everything just grows and uh, yeah. trust builds again. And it's a long yeah. road, but you can get there. Yeah. I think you hit it on the nail there, Scott. Like trust is the key. Eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I've been taught is as human beings, uh, when we meet someone for the first time, we're expected to have our respect for that person is already high, mm-hmm. but our, our trust is not quite high because they haven't, it, that takes time. Never they have it. to prove themselves. So the, the, the respect is high, but the trust, it comes with time. Absolutely. Real trust. Yep. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. And there's a big difference between respect and trust. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, something else that I find interesting here that the third point says that um, employees who feel like their voices have been heard are 4.6 times more likely to feel engaged to perform their best work. Mm. And it comes back to recognition, feedback, um, mm. that, but that's not enough. It, it comes down to collaborative groups collaboratively um like-minded employees mm-hmm. having that communication is a two-way street so mm-hmm. if, if an employee is seeing something wrong that's happening with the process uh the the best thing i can think of to illustrate this would be like an assembly line at a for those building cars if there's something wrong with one part of the assembly line the whole thing shuts down mm-hmm. But if the company keeps saying, no, no, it's working fine. Trust me, everything's working good. But they're not the ones doing the actual job. That's when morale is going to start to go down because they're like, well, I guess I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing, even though I know it doesn't work or there's a fast way of doing that kind of thing. (laughs) So when uh, 4.6 times more likely to be engaged and do their best work if they feel heard when something's going wrong. Maybe we can talk about that a little bit for those of us that don't know what that looks like. What do you mean by by feeling heard? What what does that look like? Good question. Uh, In the book that I'm currently reading, which you and I have talked about, uh, The Mm -hmm. Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Right. And I believe I even mentioned this in the last episode because it's one that's really hit me hard, is Mm -hmm. as a leader, listening to understand. Mm -hmm. A lot of people tend to listen to to reply Mm -hmm. so much so that they actually listen to interrupt. Mm. Now, if we actually listen to understand, Mm -hmm. we're asking questions to get to the deeper part of what the, what the situation is, what, what is needed. Mm -hmm. So if I'm actually wanting somebody to feel heard Mm -hmm. in a one-on-one conversation, I could say, so if I'm understanding correctly, this is what the concern is. Mm-hmm. And they're either going to say, yes, that's exactly it, or no, mm-hmm. here's what it is. And even if they go down that route, you'd be like, oh, okay, I misheard. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. Now, another way that a, an employee could actually feel heard is, and this is one that I'm really, really working on harnessing, is going up to somebody and saying, you know what? I know that you're really good at doing this part of the job. Here's what I'm thinking of doing. I would love your opinion on it. Out of the blue, just I'd love to get your opinion. 
uh, I think you would, you would add a lot of value to this and I'd really love mm-hmm. to know what you think about it. And mm-hmm. uh, in that moment, somebody's going to feel like, wow, they really appreciate my opinion. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. So four times, 4.6 times greater if they feel hurt. And those are just right. a couple of things just off the top of my head that could fix that. I have a sentence that kind of covers that a little bit in, in, in the book I'm reading. Perfect. Um, Fundamentals of Organizational Behavior. It's, mm-hmm. It says here, because um, the question is, how do you, how do you be that leader that uh, deserves to have a high morale or be in a high morale environment? Mm-hmm. Um, it says, um, respect, a leader that has respect for the individual. So leaders mm-hmm. who, tell, who tells the truth, keep promises. Right. And are fair, mm-hmm. and are fair sure, respect for the followers. Mm-hmm. And respect means treating people with dignity. Ooh. And that's huge. And I want to explain what that looks like. Absolutely. Um, if I go to the leader and I said, well, I have an observation that I saw that I think I want to bring it up with that thing. And it sounds like something that, that needs to be heard at a higher level. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person turns to me and say, you know what? Thank, thank you for that. I'll take it up. I'll take it up to, uh, the, you know, in, up, uh, uh, to leadership. Right. And then you don't hear anything of it. Mm-hmm. There's no feedback there's no like there's nothing it almost you feel you feel like you just gave some you're just talking to a a stone wall (laughs) that that follow-up is almost as as important as actually listening to understand exactly yeah i think the follow even if it's a bad uh, bad news Mm -hmm. the follow-up is is such it speaks volumes with regards to living at least you you leave them with a a dignity Mm -hmm. and they feel like wow you know i'm being heard because I said something mm-hmm. and that was interesting and it was taken up. And now I, I see, you know, there was a follow-up that, mm-hmm. it, you know, they're going to do this or that, or what's going to happen. That's right. So it makes me feel like, even though I am not a, um, the CEO, I, right. I, within my own uh, ranks, mm-hmm. I'm also a leader in my That's sphere right. of influence, in my circle of influence, I'm a leader as well. That's right. And, and again, my opinion is value. Yeah. I was able to bring it up, even if it's, again, something that's not able to be implemented. Right. If I come back and say, here's why it wasn't implemented, then I at least, as the, as the person bringing the idea, I at least know that you followed your work, you kept your promise. Like, I, I love exactly. the way it says it there. And you yeah. went to talk to the people who make those decisions. Mm-hmm. Because you wouldn't have the answer mm-hmm. unless you went mm-hmm. to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And another word that I'm going to throw in there that we've actually said quite a lot in this podcast is it also comes down to integrity. Yeah. If you are going to do something, you actually have mm-hmm. to go and do it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's so funny because this book spells it out in a way that I was like, oh, are you sure? Can we really say that? Like it says things like uh, leaders that tell the truth. They're like, mm. well, that's assumed. Right? You know, I expect <laughs> my leaders to tell the truth. But it says leaders that, that keep promises, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's, that's a big one. Especially if you're a dad. And you oh. have you have you have a kid, and you told you tell your kid, okay, after you do this, we're gonna go over to the the park and play. That's and the right. kid is so excited. Yeah, we're gonna go to the park and play. And then something comes up, and you say, uh, "Sorry, babes, but I can make it up to you. We'll, mm. we'll, we'll get pizza tonight." It's not the same because you already made that promise. In, and the kid is, you see the look on their face, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But keeping promises, it, everyone has a kid on the inside of them that 
don't want to disapp- don't want to be disappointed. So that's right. Keeping promises really goes a long way with morale for good morale, Absolutely. fairness. Leaders who are equitable uh, ensure that the followers get their fair share for the contribution in the organization. So fairness, mm-hmm. uh, recognizing um, like kudos, you know, good yep. good works, people that are going above and beyond doing saying good things, and just mm-hmm. like Scott, you were saying, not just taking the negative feedback but also the positive feedback, right? Because it really, it really um, speaks well of the ranks and it speaks, speaks well of what, ev- what everybody is doing in their own um, circle of influence. I, I think I, I completely agree. And, and this just came to my mind, so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. But when you call somebody in for a positive feedback session, knowing me, if you were to come up and say, you know, you, you did this better than whatever it is. I, I mean, I'm just spitballing here a little bit, but if they did the job better than what was expected and you're calling him in to tell them that mm. knowing me, if you were to tell me that, I'd be like, well, thanks. Okay. Thanks. Right. But I, th- I think what has to happen and, and it's on us as leaders mm. is to actually take a second and celebrate that win. Mm. And to say, do you understand how big of a deal this is? Yeah you you did this and you weren't even asked like this isn't even especially if it's something that's not really even part of their role yeah they just took the initiative mm-hmm. like you you as the leaders we should almost say how do you want to be recognized do you want do you want me to send out an email do you want me to just should we hold you a party i mean that may be a mm-hmm. little extreme but <laughs> <laughs> i understand what you're saying you but, but celebrate it even if, if, if it's a small win it's still, it's still a win Yes. A win is a win, right? Yes. To go home an hour early with pay. Yeah. Right? So, something. Something to say, you yeah. know what? We just want to show our appreciation. Mm-hmm. I know it's something that you just did out of the, out of the goodness of your heart, but it mm-hmm. really does mean a lot to us. And actually mm-hmm. take that initiative and show mm-hmm. show the appreciation. I think I, and well, it's just came to me. I, I just had to comment what one leader did in, in my case when I brought up something that was interesting, he mm-hmm. says, look, anytime you want to talk about anything, mm-hmm. I will make that time for you. Mm. And I'm like, wow, that, that really made me feel like I want to be engaged. I want right. to, you know, he will yep. make that time for me. I was like, yeah. thank you so much. You know what right. I mean? So I know it depends on the person. Every, every person is different, but for me uh, to, to hear that and to know that he means it, mm-hmm. um, it, it it's uh it, it did it for me. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. And how do you know that he meant it? I observed him. Mm-hmm. He's, he's the kind of leader that, that he, doesn't, he doesn't just talk the talk. He walks the walk. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'll, I'll, of course, I'll tell you later who this person is. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a, it's a kind of individual that when that person says they'll make time for you, mm-hmm. he's very serious about that. Right. Because he has integrity. Right. Exactly. He keeps his integrity. promises. Right. Right. And I, and I'm not exactly sure who this is, but just based off the story, one of the reasons that I could tell that you knew that it was real was because it was authentic. Right. And it, and it, and it was the timing when he said it to the circuit, we were talking and everything and we were about to go separate ways. And he says, if you don't remember anything, remember this, that I will, yeah. I'll definitely, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that left, that left the, 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 the dialogue, on such a high level of trust. Right. And and I felt that to me that was empowerment for me. 
Yeah, and well that done. moment, uh, I felt like, you know, he can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. And because of his leadership, I wanted to do, very, I wanted to do my job even better. Right. <laughs> you right. know? Yeah, you and want that, to go to bat for him. Exactly. And mm-hmm. just imagine taking that experience and multiplying it by a thousand. Mm. You, you, you have a company that has really good and, and a high level of healthy morale. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, and it'll get to a point too. And I've seen this with companies as well, where if one person's negative, mm-hmm. they're actually the odd one out. Yeah. And yeah, that is a really true. good place to that's, be. That's a good place to be. Yeah, that's so true. That's a really it's, good place to be. Yeah, it's because, it, it, you know, you can't, there, there'll always be people out there that's going to say something negative based on this or of that. Course. And some of them, some of them are authentic and sincere and, other, mm-hmm. and some of them aren't, right? But that's right. It, it, it's really interesting when the majority of the group is, in, is sort of like, you know, gung-ho and positive and kind of thing. And then yep. you get you get a sour Sally and he's like, come <laughs> on, you know, we don't really want to hear this right now. You know, no. that kind of thing. No, so, you're ruining my vibe. What are you doing? Ruining, you're ruining everyone's vibe. <laughs> That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah, they actually feel so uncomfortable with their negativity that they actually have to leave. It's, yeah. uh, it's a beautiful place to be. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just looking at time... Uh, I think we're going to have to do a part two of this, but I do want to go over one more, uh, one more piece here, and then we'll we'll go over the next, the last five here when we do this part two. But uh, number four here says '90s, and here's a word that keeps showing up. We've talked about this many times, but here's just another stat that supports it: ninety-six percent of employees believe that showing empathy is an, an important way to advance employee retention. Mm. And in the actual part of the, of the paragraph, and I'll post this link for people to actually go ahead and read it, uh, as I jump down, it says, um, employees are nearly unanimous that agreeing with, on the importance of empathy, yet 92% feel that empathy remains undervalued. Moreover, until 90, uh, well, 92% of CEOs feel like their organization is empathetic. Mm-hmm. 50% of the employees believe that the CEO is empathetic. So those are, again, are just numbers. 50% you said? 50% believe that they're, mm-hmm. of the employees believe that their CEO is empathetic. And I'm going to say, without knowing what company this is, I'm going to say those CEOs are actually going and talking to the people. Right. Leaving the office, even though there's a ton of work to do, there will always be a ton of work to do. Mm. But if we're not making the time to actually go down and talk to the people who are doing the job every day, Mm -hmm. especially if you see somebody, and I think this is where empathy is best shown. If you see somebody who's being negative and you Mm. as the leader, whether it's the CEO or not, can go up to them and say, I noticed that something's off. Mm. You want to talk about it? Is everything Mm -hmm. okay? Yeah. And if you're if you're the person dealing directly with the company or the customers and you have the CEO coming in, they're showing that kind of empathy. That, that kind of care, yeah. Right. And I've been that person dealing with the customers. And if they mm. would have come to me and asked me that, I would have been like, The CEO cares about how I am. Mm-hmm. Like, who am I? <laughs> Especially if it's a larger company. It was like, like, who am I? Mm. but it's up to us as leaders to actually 
do, take that initiative. Go down and talk to those folks. Talk to those folks. So yeah, basically, you know, keep that dialogue open. And I'm telling you, like the, the number one thing I'm seeing that can solve all of these um, issues that a lot of companies have is having the right conversation. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the right, the right conversations does is not is not always initiated by a leader or a CEO. Sometimes the right conversation with the right attitude is it, it has a beautiful. It's like a, it's like it's like listening to a symphony, and then someone plays a beautiful harp or mm-hmm. a, a trumpet or a saxophone, and it just it makes it sound even you know even more beautiful. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes that person is a frontline staff, someone right. who's just observing, and 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 they can because they have that uh, the right attitude to be, be to have the right conversation to the point where leadership hears about it and they they want to mm. continue hearing about it that's right and I, the reason why i think that leader is t- telling me you know, he'll make time for me is what he's saying is that i want to hear what you have to say uh, that that's it. what drove home to me mm. i want to hear what you have to say wow. even though i'm really the leader mm-hmm. i still want to hear what you have to say that, that's right that speaks that spoke volumes that's right that's absolutely right and especially if it comes to changing process trying to make things easier uh, yeah. Things that are out of their control. Mm-hmm. If there is something that would actually be more efficient, and we were right. to actually implement that into our procedure, how much enthusiasm is that person going to have in yeah. doing that part? Yeah, of their job. Like it's just going to be like, "Yep, this was my idea. <laughs> Look at me go." <laughs> right, and. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's just, it, and all we did was we listened to what the concern was. Mm-hmm. And we actually identified, okay, is there a way that we can actually put this into our procedure to mm-hmm. be more efficient? Mm-hmm. Because one, we're going to get faster products mm-hmm. and we're going to get more enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's a win-win, really. It is a win-win. Yeah. And... We, we, we have to we have to gain people's trust and the only way you can really gain people's trust is if you're authentic yourself because mm-hmm. they look they're looking at you and they say okay interesting uh what you know what kind of leader is are you hmm. kind of thing yeah and and if you you know yep. you're keeping promises truthful um um transparent um mm-hmm. empathy uh, especially if they go you know you're dealing with someone who maybe is going through a tough time in their life. Maybe mm-hmm. who knows a, a divorce or someone passed away or something like that exactly. it, to show that empathy, say, you know, rather than pointing fingers and say, you did, you didn't do this. Mm-hmm. The, the question, which I love the way that, that Scott's that Scott put it. He says, is it, how are you doing? How, how are things? Are you, is everything okay? So, simple. you know, that's, it's so simple, so but simple. it just, it's such a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, um, way of opening a dialogue that can lead to to truth, right? Absolutely. And and they, they can find out what's really going on with that individual individual person, and and can deduce what they need to do to help, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Empathy is such a big part of the leadership game. Mm-hmm. It's all about how we act, or interact with the people, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. not the operation. Like I, I think the the last thing we've actually identified in any episode that we've recorded so far. Is mm. how much better we can manage the operation. Right. Everything we've talked about, every yeah. single thing that I can think of, 
has been how do we manage our people better? How do we lead our people, inspire our people? Mm-hmm. It, it all comes back to our people and our people will will come back and help us. Like the very first point it said is that mm-hmm. engaged people will increase profitability 21%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're so focused on the product, charging more for the product. Let's focus on the people. Mm-hmm. The people are the key. And like, uh, that's that's why we're doing this, Hugo, I think, is just to prove that point. And I think I think Scott that you just you just answered the million dollar question. What's that? <laughs> and that how how do you get your 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 fellow uh, workers to be engaged? Mm. How do you get them engaged and what the leadership have? And you, like you said, you f- focus on the people. Focus on the people. <laughs> you know, have and I I, I, I I keep stressing it, and I'm going to say it again: to have the right conversations mm-hmm. and to create a, a, an a, an environment for the right dialogue. Right. Uh, speaks volumes because sometimes the wisdom doesn't come from the up from the top down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the real insightful wisdom comes from the bottom up. Absolutely. And it's very humbling and it's very, uh, it leaves that p- person with dignity and, right. and pride and, and doing their job and what they do and type, type of thing. And there's a lot of people uh, <laughs> in, in good companies that has so much wisdom. That's right. And understanding, so you know, if all, all they need is the right environment, yeah. the right dialogue, the right encouragement type thing. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, whoa. Yeah. you know mind blown you know we just yeah. we just changed the entire morale of this entire company yeah and not uh, with wisdom um could also come experience because i was actually just talking to a guy mm-hmm. who was in an interlevel position mm-hmm. he'd been there for about a year but mm-hmm. nobody really knew that he was actually had his um a, a diploma in international relationships okay so he actually knew some really high officials of other countries around the world. Mm-hmm. And for this company specifically, would have been a huge benefit mm-hmm. for him to say, or for them to go to him and say, hey, do you mind making some connections for us so we can maybe go to mm-hmm. these places mm-hmm. or sell to these places, whatever whatever mm-hmm. it is, right? And mm-hmm. um so our, our people who work for us actually have a past. And mm. that past may actually help us move them forward. Um, mm. One thing I want to end on here, just because we are running out of time. And again, yeah. I think we really do have to do a part two on this. Is mm. um, as the leader, you're not there to manage the operation. You're there to manage the people. I, I want to say something interesting as well, please. I know you're going to end it. Let's do it. It's so funny. We're just talking about it. And I'm reading this book. It's called Fundamental of Organizational Behavior. Yeah. And it says the exact same thing. No way. It, it says, be empathetic. Before sending a message, put yourself in the recipient's shoes. Mm. What, what are his or her values, experiences, and frame of reference? What do you know about his or her education or bringing mm. and background? <laughs> Watch this. Watch this now. That can give you added insight. <laughs> it's right there. I'm basically teaching at a university level. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what we're know. doing here. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Scott. <laughs> Thank you. He's Thank awesome. You. Thank you. Yeah. I'm here weekly. Right? Thank you. That Thank insight. You. Insight. You know, that <laughs> that wisdom that comes from the bottom up, right? That's it. Like, and they, they, they have that because they've been doing it over and over and mm-hmm. over again. 
and they have that experience and Absolutely. yeah there you yeah. go yeah and so. and that that would really boost morale yeah oh it's huge huge absolutely um okay thank you everybody <laughs> part one uh oh we could just keep talking about this which is why i think we have to at least a part two i can actually see us doing a part three to be honest but we'll see how this goes um but yeah next week we'll definitely have to do a part two so yeah. um all right thank you once again for uh, joining me on another podcast eagle yes you're welcome and we will talk to you on the next one okay sounds good all right. see you later everybody